Welcome to First Off, You're Wrong, a podcast by two dudes smart enough to see problems, but too dumb to figure out how to fix them. I am Luke. With me is Jeremiah. Hello, hello. You're not on. There you are. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) And... Our, our special guest, guest because he is our special guest today. I'm special. Is Jay? No, you're special. Jeremiah's brother. That's the only credential I have. I have no also, other credential. Also, beard no. guy. I have a beard. Yes, it's, that it's, needs to be shaved. Nah. I thought isn't your wife the previously do that? glorious beard? The yeah, beard. <laughs> I have taken about three inches off this beard, and Carly's finally okay with that. I think you need to take. Can you take negative off of the beard? Like add know. to it? No. Yeah. Like, wouldn't that be adding? That would, yeah, I guess it would be. You could, you should go negative like four inches again, because the more of your face that you hide. That was better. a lot of work. I had, I didn't shave since your wedding. You, yeah, I know, I was there. <laughs> but uh, just before we get too deep in the weeds, I do want to remind you guys that uh, this podcast is mainly opinion based, unless uh, you know we otherwise state it. Our utmost authority as Christians is Scripture, but with many of the topics we deal with, they may not be directly addressed or they may be gray areas in in the Christian life. Our goal is to make you come away from this podcast thinking about subjects you may not have thought about in the past or subjects you may have already thought about more deeply. So with that, Luke, what are people wrong about this week? Actually, Jay... (laughs) Fine, let Jay do it. What are people wrong about this? Is there is there a catchphrase, or do I get to like? Uh, No, just make it your just make it your own. Well, I think first off, you're wrong. But that's the name of the podcast. That's not isn't that how you should isn't that how you should start every episode? Well, no, that no. Well, you're wrong. No, you're wrong. Okay, well, everyone is wrong. This is our show, and if you come on it, then you're wrong. Well, fine. I will make you leave unless you agree with us. Well, you guys might be wrong. I actually don't know what your opinions are on this. This might be like a very short show where you guys agree with me. A hundred percent. No, no matter I'm what, I'm going to disagree with you. I'll figure out a way to disagree. I will the, disagree. I, you, well, you guys then are probably wrong about what you should wear to church. What, what you should wear, wear to church. All right. Let's start at the beginning and then work our way up. Let's, let's start, start with, with a great, great definition, definition by Roma Designer Jewelry. If you want to know how to dress for church, something modest and comfortable should be fine. Generally, graphic tees that show off sports teams' logos or pants should never be worn to church. Solid colored tops are fine. Uh, even, Even something with a pattern should be okay to wear. That is the first thing that comes up on Google. That is. I found that. I saw that too. Because I also did the Google, yes. and I searched, what should you wear to church? And that's what can't, comes up. Don't wear graphic tees with your sports team logo. And that's that's my whole opinion. So if we're settled, we can end this. Yeah, we just yeah. Okay. It's we're good. good. Hit, hit the music. No. <laughs> All right. But, I mean, that is a decent starting point, is just don't wear something you would wear to a football game. Okay, but why? And that's, that's where I think it gets dicey is, is with the why should I wear that to church and not what I feel more comfortable in or what I feel less comfortable in, but I feel like I'm putting in more of an effort. The why is really important. Yeah. I wanted to talk about first, though, um, because first Jeremiah... <laughs> Well, okay. First I like how Jay's come on my show and he has completely I, hijacked it. But I like I this. like hijacking. I just gonna, I'm gonna sit back, I, drink I my Pepsi. I have a leader attitude, Luke. <laughs> um, no, I wanted to kind of get you guys's background on what you grew up wearing to church because I I have 
my background. Of course, I know what Jeremiah's background is. So I, could, I brought brothers. a visual aid and showed Luke what yeah. was a typical was Sunday crazy. for our family. Actually, that might have been Mother's Day. And so we were probably more well, dressed see, up. Okay, so in this picture, you see a lot. I saw a lot of um, Hawaiian shirt looking things. Um, yeah. And that, for me and my brother... My mom would take us to like Kohl's. I think if Kohl's was even open at that point, but it's like J.C. Penney or something like that. And you go down to the old mercantile. Yeah, what, yeah, the mercantile uh, shop. And this then was before we had manufactured we would, buttons. We would, <laughs> we would go and we'd get whatever was on sale, and usually uh, Aaron and I would pick up the most ridiculous things. As long as they were a collared shirt, that's kind of how it was with us. Was if you have if you have a collared shirt, you have khakis on, business casual, then well, you're okay. Actually, as a child, if yeah. you look at a very young stout, oh, stout. <laughs> stout look, look at you you got you got the chubby cheeks and your stocky yeah no there's anyways little yeah, jeremiah he's built. he's built has uh i think they're pt cruisers on your shirt oh they were they were those they're wood panel like yeah wood, the woody, wood panel the yeah woody wagons woody wagon yeah, yeah. so with, you, with surfboards on top yeah. all over and we're but wearing PT like cruiser work too. the the whitest khaki pants in the universe and we're all like short sleeve so shirts i'm gonna i'm gonna the the idea that you have to wear a collared shirt, you know, the business casual mentality. There, I do have a story I want to share, and it might be a little bit too early to share this story. Go for it. But it kind of goes into the the PT Cruiser shirt that I had on because there was one Sunday that we had gotten a shirt. We both got it to share because we were roughly the same size at the time, and you were wearing it. And oh, I remember. We were this on one. the way home from church. And it was not a regular shirt. It was an it it was it had designs all over it, and the designs say this diplomatically were extraordinarily graphic, like what hidden hidden so so if oh, you were okay, looking okay. at it, you'd be like, oh, this is this, this, this is just is. a normal Hawaiian shirt, and then you get up, you know, like within it's like a guy four for inches, shirt, but a little more with, with within like four inches of the shirt, it was just the most horrendous and it visual. was for a kid yeah yeah it was a child size and so Where'd we get home I, I don't know we got it at like a thrift store or goodwill oh, wow. or something and we get it home was for a very small man we were so scared i don't know why we were scared that we had to like turn over this shirt to my mom and be like hey uh this shirt has bad things on it we and she shouldn't she, wear it she her first church. her first reaction was no it doesn't and then she grabbed it looked at it and then just put it right in the trash and never said another word I forgot about that. that I was, think about uh, that regularly. And that was your shirt, Jay? We both had that shirt. But you were wearing it at the I time. I was wearing it. Which was probably worse because you, you do not handle any form of embarrassment well. No, not at all. Mm-mm. But that, that, that would have been bad. That was pretty much all of my childhood, though, growing up. Collared shirt, usually short sleeve, uh, usually slacks, khakis. And then the big thing was you Sunday guys- night. I'm oh, sorry. Could you guys wear khaki shorts? Would your parents let you do that? No. To church? No. Shorts okay. were out for, for church. Okay, I gotcha. Um, you showed knees. You got excommunicated. <laughs> it was... not even. We weren't even allowed to have capris. No knees. No, no capris. <laughs> no capris No knees, either, no man. capris. That's, that's um, crazy. But then the big deal for us was jeans. Yeah. Sunday night, okay. we could change for the Sunday night service and, and wear jeans. Jeans and a polo. Jeans I and a polo. That was, that was a catchphrase. Like, mom would say, hey, go get ready for church. And we'd look at her and give her a little smile. Like, 
jeans and a polo and she'd be like yeah and we'd run upstairs and put on jeans and a polo sunday morning if we came down in jeans and a polo go change you can't wear that on sunday morning Mm -hmm. so there there was definitely and i don't i mean it wasn't even convenient to change now i i rarely change Mm -hmm. anything between the sunday morning service and sunday evening i'm usually busy out with family or or whatever and i don't even get a chance to go home on a sunday if i wear a suit on a sunday morning i'll probably just take the jacket off or the tie for sunday evening just because it's i don't know it's been it's been a day sundays are long but i mean and that was suit and tie was before we were in the business casual i'd say or the island casual uh, when we were really young, yeah, I don't know if you guys knew this, but we we grew up on Guam. The island boys. I was right gonna here. try and just yes. push past that one. No. Well, well last time, time uh, I, I, I was I was trying said, to push past. It. He said something about he said you know on the island and he wouldn't name it. And I'm like, are we just not gonna talk about Guam? Is there a problem with Taiwan? I was like, I don't know what's going on with this. We do not we do not say anything about Taiwan on this podcast. I don't want to get John Cena three episodes in. Anyways, before Guam. It was pretty much always suits and ties or, you know, a long sleeve button down. Yeah. I don't know if you even remember the different churches we grew up in, but they yeah. were on the more conservative side, mm-hmm. I guess you could say. Um, maybe moderately conservative, so button down and slacks, but rarely short sleeve shirts, stuff like that. Yeah, I don't think um, we, had, we, we never went to a church where it was, or at least I don't remember us ever going to a church where there was a dress code. Yeah. Where they explicitly stated you men have, have to, wear, to this. wear this, women have to wear this. Now, yeah. I do thing- remember my my mother talking about a church they went to at one point where the women had to wear skirts or, or dresses. Uh, head coverings I, as well, yeah. That was a big thing too was whether or not, I mean, mom always had a head covering on the visor in, in the car mm-hmm. um, and she would put it on when we got to church. I don't even have those references down in my notes. I have some. You got it? All right. I'm sure we'll get into that later. Moving on forward, though. Same island. Still Guam. Not Taiwan. I love Taiwan. I, I have, I'm sorry. I have why to say you, it. But, you know, um, it's okay. We don't have the preface things like that. But I just, it was just weird because Jeremiah no, said it. It makes it sound like you don't like he Taiwan. Just, he, just, he, just said, he just said island, and it was just so like weird that he wouldn't say Guam. So finally I was like, you mean like you grew up on Guam, right? And he's like, yeah, totally. And I'm like, okay, so we're not pretending like you didn't grow up But see, up there. I'll, say, I'll say to some people like, Oh yeah, I grew up on Guam, and they'll be like, "Isn't that in like South America?" Yeah, it starts a whole different conversation. That, and, well, and my dad, my like dad the conversation Guam, we so have me, right now, it, 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 another rabbit trail that we're gonna go down. We we do this a lot, but like, no one. As soon as you say like, "Oh yeah, I grew up on Guam," people are interested for about four seconds. Yeah, and then they get this look in their eyes. Like, it, I, I can only describe it as like it's not just like a glazed look it's a glazed donut it's like they don't like they the don't same care. kind of small talk when you bring up someone's cat yeah. like they're oh, yes. they bring up and their like cat Wong. to you and you ask a sincere question but you weren't oh, expecting yeah. the 10 minute answer yeah uh but back on guam <laughs> yes as a teenager there was a specific style that I fell into that was appropriate for Sunday mornings and Sunday evenings, and I loved wearing, and I, I am embarrassed I didn't bring a visual aid of, um, because oh it was always rolled up sleeves, buttoned down with it a sounds tie. Like me, okay, I don't wear the tie. With either like casual khakis or chinos, and nice. high top Converse. 
Oh, I mean, Congress. it was, and Congress. I had like this weird spiky mohawk thing going mm. on too. It wasn't. It was like a faux hawk. Yeah, I don't even. Have to, it was, I don't need a visual representation. I can literally think of this in my mind. And, and here, it, and, and graces too. Oh, so like, I had the whole style going on. <laughs> now, that was oh me, gosh. cool teenager Jay. That's what I wore. Yeah, and the the funny thing was too, or the funny thing is. We got three homeschoolers in this room, so we could all describe a oh brand goodness. of homeschool attire that you wear to church. So that was I would, Jay's. I'd wear like the carpenter uh, khakis. Those are mine. I love those carpenter khakis. I have all the pockets on the side, which oh, I never yeah. Like cargo yeah. pants? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, cargo pants. There you go. What did I say? Carpenter khakis? Yeah, whatever. Yeah. I cargo get, khakis. No, cargo stands for carpenter. It's shortened. Yeah. Car- cargo. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> what kind of what, you what kind of freight were you hauling? Yeah, I mean, like was, I said, like I have all those pockets. I never even I got my KJV in my right it, calf like, and my NASB in my left. <laughs> but you know, you got like nowadays everyone wears in the back. Everyone wears like the, the slim type pants, and like back then it was like the parachute pants. Oh yeah, so popular. Did you ever, you, you're old enough. Did you ever have Jeanco jeans? Did you? No, you never had. You never not. had Jinkos. No, I did okay. not. The I, I really big on the bottom. Yeah, yeah. no, no not like not. They, they were like the tube jeans where they were like you, you had an extra seven inches on each side. I mean, kind of, but it was you know whatever. Like I said, the the my mom had five kids, so we went to the we went to the the bad yeah. stores or whatever where everything was like on sale all the time. So I mean, we got whatever was there, and yes, there was a lot of jeans that were very very wide, lots of comfort. Okay, you could so, walk around them all day. Yeah, and, and at, lots at, of airflow. At church, you would wear you said the carpenter pants. Yeah, so and... it would be like yeah, so the cargo pants were at church, and then I would wear kind of like what you guys were wearing with those with those Hawaiian shirts, but they didn't have like a bunch of print on them, but they were button up, short sleeve, big collar. I remember the collar it was really really big, and it just looked extremely goofy. Um, but you know whatever, I was a kid. Yeah, I, I had got over it. I had like two. I thought it was cool. Two too. distinct phases. First one was khaki pants, usually with a pleat, or not not a pleat, but with the, the crease, crease yeah. the crease down the knee, mm-hmm. and cowboy boots, and a patterned shirt of some some form, and then I I don't know maybe a tie. I don't think I ever really wore. If it was a tie, it was you a clip. It, it, it was a clip on. It was a. I, I had clip on. Oh yeah. Then? Oh yeah. Okay. And then after that, Jay and I both started watching Doctor Who. At the same I wasn't time, admit that. and then we we were both oh like, "Wow, goodness. Converse and bow ties are cool." Yep. Yeah, oh, let's do that. So that's where the Converse came. Then I have good. multiple bow ties that oh, I yeah. don't wear anymore, and I I still have I, them in the closet. I, I still have just a lot in of, case. I still have my Converse. Um, I, I, I still wear a pair of my Converse, but not to church anymore. No, I wear my Converse to the gym. That's about it. Yeah. So, anyways, that was great teenager. Um, great teenager vibes we were throwing off. What there. are we talking about today? Uh, fashion, right? <laughs> fashion, yeah. yeah. Homeschooler fashion. So, anyways, that's just a little bit of background. Currently, I, I mean, we're all at the same church. It's traditional, is what I would call yes. it. Yeah. And all three of us wear very different things most Sundays. It's, yeah, it's it's not so Luke, like uniform. Yeah, Luke, Luke. What do you like Sunday morning, Sunday night? Um, what do you wear most the, of the time? Every single. I mean, unless I am going up there for a baby dedication or something special, I will be wearing a button-down shirt with the sleeves rolled up, more than likely, unless it's cold outside. If it's cold outside, maybe I'll have the sleeves down. Who knows? I might go a little more formal that day. And then um, and then I'll have, 
either khaki slacks or like uh, blue chinos or I don't I don't wear jeans. That's one thing. I don't know why. You, normally, I I mean in the past few years I would wear jeans, but now I've just solely been on the slack train. Which and then I have like these old loafers from Amazon that are like ten years old that are falling apart, and my feet it feels like I'm walking on needles while I'm walking in them, but I don't want to buy new shoes. You so. can buy shoes. There, there are shoe stores. There well, are no, places well, you Amazon's can go for really that. cheap, too. I mean, they were like $10 shoes at the time, but then, like, I just don't want to buy another pair. Are so. they still $10? Uh, no, there's probably $15. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> Successful businessman, hey, we're the ones sitting here with two if you'd like to with buy, two If you'd like to buy one, Luke so a pair of here. new loafers... <laughs> Then feel free to send us the money yeah, <laughs> so right. we can get Luke some new loafers. We'll start a GoFundMe here. for you, Luke. So, yeah. Get Luke I'll just new wear, shoes. I'll wear work uh, work boots to the church next Sunday. So, and, and then Jay, what what would you wear? What do you wear most Sundays? Uh, most Sundays, I'm in usually not a full suit. I'll usually you know jacket, slacks, and a button down and a tie. Uh, it took me a while to come around to the tie, but I I do usually wear a tie on a Sunday. I yeah I I. Ties are a weird thing for me because I always get paranoid about whether the tie matches what I'm wearing or we'll not. We'll get into that. And the the other thing is I just don't like them. <laughs> Especially in the summer here in Alabama, it's just so like oppressive to walk outside wearing a suit and tie. Of course, you know, that's something that, you know, some people choose to do and other people don't. But I my normal attire is kind of a, a medium between the both of you i'll wear maybe a button down and a tie maybe a button down sometimes i'll wear a sport sport coat uh depending on the weather um roll up my sleeves khakis or chinos and i'm, I'm back to the cowboy boots again i'll just because say I really sometimes like it's, a, it's a very big delight when i walk into church and i look at jeremiah and i say oh, someone's dressed like me finally it's a very good thing to me i it makes my heart sing and then I look at everyone else, and they're all wearing suits still. So well, you know. I've I've I have. It it was a weird thing for a while for me to wear something that a lot of the other people weren't wearing, and I wasn't doing it intentionally. For a long time, I did wear ties, and I did wear a suit jacket more often. But as I've gotten into more and more things at the church, like I'll be teaching uh, children's church some Sundays. That's kind of an active position. I'm wrangling kids for an hour on Sunday on Sunday mornings. So having a suit on is a little bit uncomfortable and it's a little bit difficult to maneuver and to do the things that you need to do. So I'll wear I'll still be dressed for church and we can talk about what that means later, but button down and slacks. Uh, I'll still be dressed appropriately. I won't look disheveled. I'm still put together. But because I'm doing that specific ministry, I have to alter what I wear a little bit. So what's the issue with dressing for church? What are the, what are the issues that people think about typically when you say, hey, put on your Sunday best and, and you know, that changes based off where you're from or what you're doing? Like, what do you guys think about that? I started asking people this week about that. Like what they thought about what you should wear at church and the and, and why you should wear your Sunday best or whatever you want to call it or just wear something nice. Yeah, and Sunday and, best and, might not be it. Right, and so, and so everyone's the probably ninety percent of the people that I asked it was always respecting God. You're in God's house, and the clothes you wear shows your respect 
towards God and towards worship of God. And that's, like I said, 90% of the people I talked to this week, that's what they said. Um, so I would, I would guess that's more than like what most people would say. Yeah. Um, you could go with the, with like a scripture thing. I mean, what is it like in numbers or Deuteronomy and they talk about the tabernacle and like how the priests or certain yeah. guards. Actually, so. I want to talk about that. Okay, cool. We'll, we'll leave it for this. So, Jeremy, yeah. go ahead. Let's, don't don't yeah. let me forget about the priest's <laughs> yeah, priest garment. I will remember. Don't worry. I, I, I can't remember if it was an episode of Andy Griffith or what, but it was some old TV show like Andy Griffith or Leave it to Beaver where the, the son was like, why do I got to put on these clothes to go to church? And the dad basically said, well, if you're going to meet the president, you'd wear a lot better than what you're wearing. Is that an Andy Griffith I, quote? I, I want to say it was Andy Griffith. I might be wrong. I'm probably wrong about that. But for some reason, I remember a black and white TV show where a dad and a son were talking. Narrows it down. And that narrows it down to like <laughs> three that I would have watched. So, but that, that is true. If you're going to meet the president, if you're going to meet someone like that, you know, a politician someone who is highly influential on earth, you would want to wear something appropriate that would show you respect them and you're not a you're not a bum. You're not just wearing whatever clothes you got on. You're not showing up in gym shorts because it's like stained hoodie. Putting on gym shorts is easy as opposed to I know this sounds ridiculous, but it is. You slip them on, you're done. And like putting on slacks and then putting on a belt and then getting your shirt and tucking it in. Yeah. And then getting, if you have a tie, putting the tie on, the suit on, and then getting out the door. And then having all that stuff on, forgetting you didn't put on your socks. Then you got to bend over and then you're, you know, you're not the stretchy kind. So, yeah. I, I you seem to struggle with it. It just happens every day. Why do you think I don't wear a suit? That might be another. We might have to have an intervention later to address Luke's. Uh, problems you don't put your socks himself. on first we need stretchy everything everything needs to stretch i agree yes i'm 100 percent. because if my suits would actually stretch i'd probably wear more of them but you know i just well i i think the there's a couple of different sides to this obviously there's tradition there's culture yeah but i do think the bible has something to say about this yeah uh there in fact i think the bible has a lot to say about how you worship obviously god prescribes how we worship and that involves everything you do on a sunday morning but just from the start uh forgetting the you're going to meet the president example for a second the the old testament through creation in the ten commandments and then in the new testament with the resurrection of jesus there's a day set apart for the lord right like so this is the the Lord's Day, you should remember the Sabbath, keep it holy. Calm down, you're sound, starting to sound a little bit like a Presbyterian. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, it was established, God rested on the seventh day, there's the Sabbath, there's the... Uh, and then later on in the New Testament, Jesus Christ r- raises again on a Sunday. And then the Pentecost, uh, where the church is actually gathered together and members are, are baptized and... 5,000 members are added to the church that day. That's on a Sunday. And then on the first day of the week, the church met together, right? So we've got all that uh, background for us. Sunday's a different day for Christians. And so just through that, I think that should imply some different form of reverence Mm -hmm. towards the Lord's day. Added to that, we're going to worship the God and creator of the universe. So I do think there's validity to the argument that, hey, we should 
put in a little bit more effort than our, our usual something selves. Something's different about this. We need to make an effort to show that difference. And it's not even just a day. I mean, if you really think about it, I mean, it is the whole day, obviously, but when we're dressed up, most the most time we're dressed up is like an hour or two when we're going to church. Yeah. Like it's, we're going there. It's one of the most important hours of the week. It is the most important hour of the week, really. Yeah. And so it's like, at that point, is there, I can see that. Is there like, are you going to actually take this a little more seriously than, you know, me going to the gym or me sitting around watching television or something like that? Yeah. So like, that's kind of the issue at, at hand is why does this even matter that we think about what we wear on a Sunday? Um, I brought a great example here. Uh, I'm just going to quote directly from, hang on, Barbara Pachter. She does talk about dressing and, and she says, uh, you should ask yourself a couple of different questions. Does the clothing comply with my company's dress code? Most churches don't have that, right? So we're not going to apply that one. Will this item of clothing be appropriate for my job? That's something that you should think through for work. Uh, is this item suitable for the event or activity that I'm attending? And she asks on top of that, what do people typically wear? Think about the activity, make an appropriate decision. Generally, you wouldn't show up at a company picnic in a business suit, nor would you attend a formal meeting in a track suit. And then last, am I sending a professional message? And this is what I really wanted to highlight. You send a message through your clothing and you should know what it is. So there's a purpose to what we wear and you send a message by what you wear and you send a message about the thing that you're going to. You see someone in a tux, you, you're going to ask the next logical que- question. wonder where they're going. What, yeah. What's the deal there? I think that with one of the things that that book what, uh, asked or said was like, what is the dress code? And you said, there is no dress code at church. Yeah. I think there is a dress code at church. I think there's a hidden one, an unspoken dress code, especially... I mean, I think most churches have it where like, again, if I walked in or whatever the definition was at the beginning in a graphic tee yeah. <laughs> um, or in like, you know, some, I don't, I mean, it wouldn't be like if I walked in in like rags, like I was like a, a very, you know, poor down on my luck kind of person that like, Hey, we should judge it. But if I'm like purposely like, you know, cause nowadays, um, like hobo chic is like a thing with kids yeah. like holes in everything and like they yep. look like they're homeless but that's like a thousand dollar shirt yeah so like coming in with something like that i mean i think that that's it's it may not there might not be a dress code in the church but it's definitely i would say looked down upon by majority of the congregation yeah if you were to walk in in a t-shirt or you're walking in like those kind of clothes. Yeah, there's an unspoken dress code, but that's the case with everything, right? right. Like the dress code for going to um, Sprouts is different than the dress code for going to Walmart, right? Like Walmart, the dress code <laughs> oh, is. Oh dang, I didn't get I mean, that notice. free for all, right? Like, <laughs> I didn't oh, get the memo. Jay. We, we can wear the PJs here. That that's what we're doing. <laughs> that I, is um, true, though. I'll give you I that. mean, there's an unspoken dress yeah. code wherever we go. It's just social norms. I think, and this is maybe a separate topic altogether. I think that America uh, has just gone into this over-casualization of everything. Yeah. And it's honestly, it's ruining a lot of things. I think airline travel has completely been demolished by the people wearing sweats and pajamas on planes. They, I, don't say you're one of them, Luke. I don't care. <laughs> but I like if my If you're sweats. one of those people, 
put on some makeup before you get on the plane. Before, we I don't can want to put on my makeup. Before we, we can be- see you. Before we go any further, I do want to make a quick note. I am wearing a hoodie <laughs> and gym shorts. Luke is wearing <laughs> a t-shirt and gym shorts. Dude's called a graphic Jay yes. walks into the studio wearing jeans. Okay, oh, wow, big. He's got jeans. And a collared shirt. Belt and so, the shirt is tucked belt, in. Yes, tucked That's, in collared yeah, shirt, sure rolled that. sleeve. So Jay is wearing what Luke and I wear <laughs> on a Sunday morning, some Sundays, <laughs> to hey, a podcast. I a wanted Tuesday to. Night. I wanted to display what I thought of your podcast. Yeah, it's and really so a, this is know, what I wore. It is, also, I was out at dinner with a sweet old couple from church just before this, and so wanted to. But you, you are right about. Uh, there is an unwritten. Uh, dress code everywhere you go and there there is a lot of I think for most people if they're serious about going to a church and they don't know you know okay does this church is everyone wearing a suit is everyone wearing just polo what do people wear and you go the first time and maybe you're off a little bit you wear polos you wear polo everyone else is wearing a suit but everything else about the church is great you love the church then you might want to consider altering what you're wearing to conform with that church because that sounds yes. legalistic, Jeremiah. Well, I'm you're not, being a legalist. <laughs> now. I'm not saying that the people who wear suits. I can't believe tell. you're telling me that. Yeah, look, I'm, I'm just saying this. I walked into our church, right? Lots of suits, lots of whatever. And not all suits, though. I didn't. No, I didn't want to mention. All. Not all no, suits. I will give you that. But I'm just saying, like, I walked in, I saw lots and lots of. Suits. We're more formal okay. than most. Yes, and so I think even my wife was like, "Hey, you probably should wear a suit." And I looked at her and I said. No. Uh, in the well, nicest, you're just an antinomian. In the nicest, most gracious you're way. You're a legalist. You're an antinomian. I'm not a legalist. I, I, I'm just, I, I, I think yeah. I'm right. <laughs> and that's right, because well, you guys are wrong. Rules are saying. very important to us. But when I say you should consider to alter what you wear, I'm not saying you must. I'm saying you might be a... You, you don't want to be a distraction. You don't want people... To stumble because you're wearing, you might be, everyone might be wearing a polo and you might come in in a suit and wear a suit every Sunday you go because that's your conviction. But you got to wonder, are you causing people to think, wow, they must think they're better than I am because I'm wearing a suit. That goes to, we can talk about head coverings as well if you want. Some women are convicted that they have to wear head coverings. And if it's, if that's your conviction in church that you must cover your head, then that's your conviction you should do it. Yeah, and I But think, if you do, if you cover your head because that's what everyone in the church you were at was doing and now you're at a new church and not everyone covers your head, maybe you should examine that and think, okay, what is the purpose of me doing it? Is it because I think what I'm doing is right and it's got my conviction or is it because everyone else is or isn't doing it? Yeah, I think we all have to analyze ourselves. But at this point, I do want to make it very clear. There's one scriptural principle that kind of overrides, I think, where we're going overrides everything we're about to talk about there and and actually there's two that i'm going to get to in, in reading in uh first corinthians 10 which i'm sure y'all looked at at some point with with conscience issues before you never violate your own conscience mm-hmm. all right if your conscience is telling you not whoever's uh whatever is not a faith is sin right so you never violate your conscience and you also never become a stumbling block to someone else so those are those are two big principles that should govern everything. Yeah. 
And included in that is the way you dress for church or for the airplane. And I'm just going to say it again. We can see you in your sweatpants and... And what is that with you, you haven't airlines? even showered today. Have you ever, have you ever worn sweatpants? You work for Delta. It's just, I mean, I think we're being treated like animals on a plane because we dress like we don't care. So if I start wearing a suit on a plane, you think I think you get treated a little room? bit better is I, all I'm saying. I saw a dude wearing a suit on the plane last time I was on a plane. And he got kicked off the plane. No, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he was profusely sweating for the three-hour flight. And it didn't yeah, look. I don't think a suit and tie for plane, but could you at least put on some pants? Could you put on some shoes like a normal person? We don't need to see okay. your dogs out. You're, you're going, just put them away. You're going a little bit too Seinfeld for my taste. <laughs> I'm sorry, but anyways, there's just there's problems everywhere in America, and we're not going to solve all of them. No, we will. But we can help with with the church and what you're supposed to wear. I think biblically, there's no specific dress code that is laid out for us. This is always a burqa, always a tie in that order, always wear this kind of shoe, this kind of cloth. Um, there is in the Old Testament. I said I'd get back to that. What about the priest's yeah, garment? Is priest that an example for us today for what we should wear to Cause sometimes, Because sometimes with church, they'll look at that and they'll say, okay, well, the pastor needs, like, I mean, because obviously we don't have a tabernacle, but the leader of our churches would be mm-hmm. the pastor. So we need to give a certain budget so that he can wear nicer things so he can look nicer up there to show, look, this is how much, this is how much we respect this process as opposed to like, you know, using it towards other things. I think that, uh, we should bring back the, the high priestly garb, the the room and the thumb as well. That's what people should wear. Is that I'm, what it's called? I, I don't know. If you say it fast, no one cares. That's what I was trying to do, that. but he I, drew, drew attention I'm to so it. I'm so sorry. But we should have, you know, that. Yeah, that, that, the ephah yeah, and, yeah. and everything, right? So yes. the I think, though, what was the priest for in the Old Testament? Why are you asking this question, got, man? This I, is our podcast. Well, they, well, you're probably wrong about this, but one of the functions of the priest is a picture of Christ, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the sacrificial system is a picture of Christ. See, and like so when he asked the Christ question, it wasn't like up, it wasn't like the the answer was like right there in front of us. It was like, no, no, you really had to have thought of this. So why would you do that to us? Okay? Well, because I, like okay, I thought you could come up with really Jesus. I thought you maybe could come up with that, Luke, but I'm maybe not, I was like, wrong. Whatever. Anyway, keep no. going. Very good. good. So, I mean, in Hebrews, you have Jesus is the fulfillment of the sacrificial system. Jesus is our high priest. Everything we do in church then is not for the pastor, the high priest. Mm-hmm. It's for Jesus, our high priest. Yeah. So I don't think that you can say you, you need to wear these specific garments because the high priest wore those garments. No, we have our high priest. He's seated at the right hand of God interceding yeah. for us now. So I, I don't think that's really a valid argument for church clothing. Maybe I'm wrong. If I'm wrong, well, there's a Twitter page for that. The, other, the other thing, too, is you, you got to think— Yes, this is a little bit outside the realm of the church, but it's still a good example. The, the Jewish scribes, whenever they were copying Scripture, if they came across Yahweh, they would stop what they were doing, go and clean themselves, mm-hmm. come back into where they were writing, write the Tetragrammaton, and then go out and clean themselves again, and then continue writing. Yeah. So they would stop what they were doing when they came across the name of the Lord. So there was a... I mean, a severe reverence exactly. for who God is. And, and I think that's where we have to start this and start 
what are we, 30, 40 minutes already into yeah. this discussion <laughs> where we have to start with your view of God really matters mm-hmm. and it, it, it does impact how you dress for church, but it's not the only thing that impacts how you dress for church. It's also your view of other people. Yeah. But the priority has to be the heart. Yeah. I mean, we, we don't care about the externals as much as the heart, right? Uh, what, what's the go-to verse for that? Actually, or, I think that's wrong. I think we do care more about the externals. Than God looks at our hearts, right? He doesn't okay, care so about the I was about to quote that uh, verse. Per, oh, yeah, what, First right? Samuel? First Samuel yeah, 16, 16 7. Yeah. Okay, so what does the verse say, Luke? Oh, I have it written down. I'm not gonna, I don't have word for word on me. So you already have <laughs> no, go for go it. You're the one with a laptop. No, this you're is, the laptop. You have it open. Is, I mean, this is from the Legacy Standard Bible. Mine says dot, 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 and then it says ESV. The Lord sees not as man sees dot, dot, dot. The Lord looks on the heart. What you cut <laughs> out a very important part of the verse with the dot, dot, dot. I'm so sorry. I Luke. literally copy and pasted that just so I'd have it there. I was like, I'll just have it for a reference and then I'll yeah, go look it you, up. You cut out a very important part. What does the verse say, Jeremiah? You know this. He's dying. Jeremiah's already. dying here. Hold on. If I, have if some I more. click on this, hold on, I got it. Have but the more, Lord uh, said to Samuel, do not consider his appearance or his height, for I have rejected him. The Lord does not look at the things people look at. People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart, and that's NIV you now. So, so it's, even, it's even worse you now. You were so happy that you had it, but you yeah, left out all the important I the, parts. I know, because well, it said not all of just the one thing that I was well, trying to draw attention to is well, everyone yeah. focuses on that no, verse, right? Nor, yes, I know, but normally I'm just saying, when we bring these things up, I have time to look up the verse and everything like that. So I'm like, okay, I have it here. I'll go look it up. And then I'm like, okay, let me look this up. But instead, Jay's like, well, go ahead and read it. And I'm like, well, I don't have it, okay? So well, calm down. Well, be ready next time. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, Every man an answer. Now. Yeah, be ready always to give an answer yeah, right. for the hope that is in you or oh, when Jay asks goodness. a question. Yeah, that's right. It's mostly the Jay part. <laughs> go ahead. No, what is the focus of that verse that people always draw attention to in First Samuel? It's God looks on the heart. So your outward appearance doesn't even matter. Well, it's- well hang on. What does he say? He says, man looks on the outward. Right. That's what I was saying when you said that we, we should look or we, it is, I think you said we look on the heart. We don't look on the external, but I'm just saying as a general thing with humans, with us, we do look on the external more matter, than we look at right? the, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. cause people are matter, watching yeah. you. So exactly. a couple of practical applications of this, you're getting into your car on a Sunday morning and your unsaved neighbor sees you. Can they tell you're going to church? I mean, is that's an that's a testimony opportunity. Mm-hmm. What can people tell what you're going to do? I I don't think that's the most important thing, but I do want to emphasize one thing. What you wear is actually not to impress God because you can't impress God mm-hmm. by what you're wearing. Mm-hmm. I wrote down and I'm not going to read the I wrote down Psalm 59 through 14. I'm not going to read all those verses. Essentially, God is is decrying Israel for the sacrifices they're offering. He says, I mean, I I know every bird of the mountains. I have the cattle on a thousand hills. If I were hungry, I wouldn't tell you. I don't <laughs> I don't need your sacrifices. This is not for me. This is you humbling yourself before me. Yeah. And so there's yeah, anyways, with, what were you saying? With with the idea too that, you know, man works looks on the outside, God looks at the inward man. We can't abuse that either like you were saying you can't you can't just go out and say oh well god god knows my heart so whenever i you know do whatever i want whenever i do this cocaine i'm just doing that's called gnosticism yeah and And we don't do that here (laughs) but the other thing i hear quoted so often 
especially with a lot of the Pentecostal charismatic churches, is Other that... Other churches are available. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> with, with, with a lot of these charismatic churches is that, uh, well, Jesus says, come as you are, you know, come as you are to the church, and it doesn't matter what you wear, you know, just come as you are. Well, what does the rest of that verse in Isaiah say that Jesus quotes? It says, come ye weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. So don't take a verse out of context and say you can wear what you want to well, church. Right. It, goes, it goes back to the thing where it's like, if I'm coming in and I'm wearing these tattered clothes because they're designer clothes, and I'm just like, I don't, I'm going to wear what I want to wear to church. That's one thing. If I'm like someone who is like lost everything, I have nothing, and I'm just coming to the house of the Lord to worship, who cares what you're wearing? That's, yeah. That is your best. That's yeah. what you and have to offer. And God doesn't go, no, no, I need better than this. And I mean, as with everything, right? So so God looks on the uh, in the heart. Man looks on the outward appearance. He's stating the priorities. The heart is the first and foremost concern. But the outward actions do change when the heart changes, right? So this is, and this is beyond clothing, right? Uh, whatever sinful attitudes you have as a dead in your trespasses and sins, fallen child of wrath, mm-hmm. those change when you're saved. I mean, actions do change. The fruit comes after the root has taken taken root. I, mm-hmm. I didn't have a, a good place to end that sentence, but once your <laughs> once your faith has taken root, you you show some fruit, right? Like there's yeah. a change in your life. That's the clearest in First John. That's the clearest sign that you're actually a believer, is that there's actually signs of your faith. Yeah, that does get applied to the way you dress, not legalistically. It's just now I recognize there is some importance to Sunday. There is some difference to Sunday. It looks different for person to person, but you're gonna treat it differently. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say even before you start on the clothes, start on the facial expressions. I mean, let's, let's show your joy with your face first and and then we can work on getting the outward appearance to the rest of the outward appearance. Yeah. CJ don't give him a scowl. He's not going to like, no, I'll call you out. No, I won't. I won't. He has, he has thrown hymnals at people before because they were frowning. Uh, Uh, but the read it (laughs) with, with clothes, there is, I think the best way to put a bow on it is that you should, it, or as a, as a Christian, if you are walking in Christ, you believe you have received Christ, and you are searching for a church, and you find a church, and the reason you don't want to go to that church is because they don't wear suits, or they don't, or they only wear suits, or they do something with their clothing— that would kind I don't know if that's the best reason to make well, a decision to go or not to go somewhere. That's that's yeah. that's not the important part. That's not the most important. Yeah. I have a, a lot of notes here about the second important. Like we just covered the first thing is that what matters first is is God and your relationship with him. Yeah. So the the second thing you have to do is you have to be aware that you're not worshiping as a solo act. Mm-hmm. God's not waiting for you to walk into the, the house of worship, the, the church, wherever you go. And, and then he says, now we can start. Jay's here. Uh, he, he really brings the spirit into this place. 
that that's not the the case. You worship with a congregation. Yeah. You worship as a body of believers. Yeah. So, so what do you consider when it comes to your dress and the fact that you don't worship on as a solo act? Yeah, and there there's a perfect example of this in American society that has existed for I don't know, since the 40s or 50s, the African American, Anglican and Pentecostal churches were very in, in the 40s and 50s, were very, very adamant about head coverings for women. It was a, you, you need to cover your head when you're at church. This is something that all a lot of these churches, I won't say all, a lot of these churches were very adamant about. If you come to church and you're a woman, we will have other head coverings for you, but you have to cover your head. And as time has progressed since those rules were put in place, you see the progression of, well, now I'm going to wear a hat to church. And then one woman wears one kind of hat, and the other woman sees that hat and says, oh, well, I'm going to wear a hat with a bird in it. And now, if you look at a lot of these African-American, Anglican, and Pentecostal churches, the hats that some of these women are wearing are extravagant. They're massive. It's like the Kentucky Derby type stuff. I think there may or may not be an exact example of that in Scripture. It, it and it, it is oh well yes there of is. course there's a specific <laughs> reference in First Peter about that but, but we'll oh, get to that later. oh uh, I have it <laughs> <laughs> oh, could you read that for us Luke could you could you just you guys keep talking we, we will be it will be dead air until you read that verse <laughs> no, I, but no and, and that's the that's it, really the first point I have about this second point under the under the topic of other people you're worshiping as a congregation. So we're not dressing to impress God because no. we literally cannot. We're dressing because we love God. Our hearts have been changed. Therefore, our outward actions have been changed, right? So that there's an order of operations. We don't dress up nice and then suddenly our hearts get, get better. Um, or God accepts us because we dress up nice. Yeah. Heart first, then the outward. Um, so what, I, what I'm hearing is that... Roots, then fruit. What, what I'm hearing is that your clothing should not be the most important part and that God is not ant- like waiting for you to walk in and waiting for you to show how amazing your clothes are. So yeah. church clothing is monergistic, not synergistic. You didn't I, like that joke. No, <laughs> yeah. no, I didn't. Anyways, so then the second thing is, are you dressing to impress others? Like, is that the purpose of wearing your Sunday, your, your quote unquote Sunday best? Are you dressing to impress other people? Um, I'll, I'll start off the verses, Philippians 2, 3, doing nothing from selfish ambition or vain glory, uh, but with humility of mind regarding others as more important than yourselves. Mm-hmm. Have this attitude in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Um, that That is so clearly against the, the human tendency to wear the biggest hat in church, to wear the nicest suit, to put on your Sunday best, not because you treat Sundays as different, but because you like looking special and nice. Yeah. Like, that, that's it's, just... Yes, it's, it's something, something where it's like, instead, it's, it becomes more of... if. That's, that's why, why like, sometimes when I look at my suits and I go, okay, I can wear a suit today. The, sometimes I look at it and go, the problem is that I never wear a suit. So every time I walk into church and I'm wearing a suit... I get 99% of the people I walk by, I get a comment from, of, mm-hmm. wow, look at Luke. He's dressed wow, up Wow, you clean something. up nice. I yeah, get like, that, what, too. 
what what is uh what what's the occasion and then it becomes a look at luke's in a suit today and then also then it kind of pushes me back from well maybe i need to just stick with my kind of what i normally wear so that i'm not going to cause people to just stare at luke all day and be like which i know they're not you know, after the first interaction, yeah. probably not. But again, you, your, my conscience sits there and goes, "Well, now everyone's like, yeah. they're just well, looking there's, at me." There's uh, two easy fixes for that. One, you go backwards, or two, you go forwards. Um, you could wear a suit every single Sunday until everyone stops bugging you about it. I had um, to do that with ties. I mean, I, I, I literally, I, I wouldn't wear ties for the longest time because it, it, I, I just did not like wearing ties. It was uncomfortable, but uh, I, it just came more and more clear to me as I, I was teaching a Sunday school class, as I was in the choir, and as there were different service opportunities that I was, I was participating in, um, more often than not, kind of representing the church I'm at uh, in some way, shape, or, or form, I realized, you know, the rest of the leadership wears a tie. Mm. Yeah. And yep. I'm maybe not intentionally rebelling, but I'm not conforming and I'm not submitting and that's something I'll get into later. I'm not really submitting. So yeah, I, I kind of feel like I am rebelling a little bit. Well, so to, to avoid that, I started wearing ties and guess what happened the first Sunday I wore a tie. What, Jay? Tell, Tell me, me all about Jay. that. Whoa. Jay's wearing a tie. See, I just don't, this is my thing is like, I, it comes down to, again, we talked about the conviction part, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that comes, that happens with so many things that aren't directly discussed in the bible they're not like okay men will wear blank yeah and i i think that with those topics where we don't have a specific thou shalt wear a suit and a tie it comes down to conviction right we can all agree on that so to me when if i was if i were to be asked by the church hey luke go and teach a sunday school okay i would not wear a suit I just wouldn't. And it, it, again, it's... You know, and you know what? You wouldn't, I don't think, be sinning in doing it. Right. Because, again, I'm not con- I don't have the conviction that I need to be wearing any now, kind of let, a suit let, or let's, a tie let's, or whatever like that. Let's change that a little bit, though. Okay. pastor comes to you and says, hey, I'd really like for you to teach a Sunday school, but all the other t- Sunday school teachers, we put forward a, a unified front, and we all like to wear suits and ties. So if you do want to teach a Sunday school, I'm going to have to ask you to wear a suit and tie. What would you do then? I would say, why do, do, I, ha- why do I have to conform to that? Okay, so... Is it, is so it, is it, are there rules in the church? Because I guess the only problem with that would be that if the church has like an actual rule where it's like, I have gone and become a member of it, I should follow the church rules because I have well, the said, I want to be a part of this church. The church just, rules according to scripture and according to... I mean, just about any church constitution is you do submit to the pastor. Mm-hmm. Right. And so that's, I think, the scenario Jeremiah is setting up is you're you're given an opportunity that you want to pursue. Maybe it's not teaching right. a Sunday school class, but you're asked to wear a suit and tie by the pastor. Um, well, is it, I, I that's, you, that's the question. Is it asked or is it told? Because if it's asked, I get pushback because well, I'm like, okay, hey, we're, is this, we're all thinking of the same pastor. So when yeah. he asks something, it's his polite way of, I believe. And, I, just, I, I, and, and, and we and, say we're all thinking of the same pastor. I would be incredibly shocked if this pastor but, but that, ever did. That's what I'm saying. So if it was just, we're just going with a nebula, like just some random pastor. Let's somewhere. say he comes up and says, Luke, wear a suit and tie. Luke, wear a suit and tie. 
I mean, I, I guess I would probably wear a suit and tie because I'm going to go and I'm going to do a guest Sunday school thing. But yeah. it's like if he wants me to teach it forever and I'm being told, like, I have to do that, I would probably go to him personally one-on-one and be like, I'm just not convicted to do that. Mm-hmm. If this is a real problem, then I just I probably won't participate because then in my heart it looks like, like I, again, I don't have the conviction to wear the suit. I don't think I need to. And if it's like that, if that is a big deal, if that is something that he really has a conviction for, like, hey, all the people that are doing Sunday school, all the people that are doing, like, filling in for me, like, to be on the pulpit and stuff like that, though, if if that's his conviction that those people need to all be dressed in the same kind of manner, then I would go to him, like, look, that's not my conviction, and I don't think that it's smart for yeah. me to be a, to, to do that. Yeah, and I think it would be right, I mean, in, in that situation, if you if you can't do it, then you have to step out of it yeah. because you either are submitting to the pastor and or again, you're actively rebelling and in that, against. And in, yeah, and in that and scenario, it's not even me saying I, I'm not. I'm stepping down because I'm not gonna. We- I'm, I'm throwing my temper tantrum. I'm not wearing. I'm not conforming. And then I throw like that verse saying, "Don't be yeah. conforming." Like I, it's, it's. It wouldn't be like that. It would be, hey, I just. I'm not. I don't have that conviction, and so therefore, I think that there's kind of a disconnect between like me and that position, and I think that. Really, I think my conscience, the Holy Spirit, would be leading me to be like, it's something, maybe an opportunity to let it go, let someone else take over it. Mm-hmm. And you need to either sit back and think about this for a while, or, you know, maybe, because maybe you are being selfish, maybe you are being dumb, and you mm-hmm. need to get over it, wear the suit, and teach, because God wants me to teach. Yeah. yeah. And, sorry, I, 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 have, I have a, a real-world example I want to give really go for quick. It. So, at... The church, all three go of us for it go on to. your own podcast. <laughs> At the church, oh, yeah. <laughs> Why am I well, waiting Jay for you? Jay is like telling us, but, "Hey, you can talk now." Um, I'll, I'll, the church we all go to. I I run the safety team or the greeter team that we have. We have a couple men. And he that uses just, group me, which is the most archaic way of doing things. Yes, it I is. Just want to say that but, right now. You on know, podcast, if it ain't broke, it. if it ain't broke, don't fix it. It's okay. broke. It's broke. It's we need to fix it, but I don't broke. want to. Um, but. When, when I was coordinating this and getting everything started, it was, you know, starting to heat up a little bit in, in uh, you know, temperature-wise. Oh, I thought you were talking and about, like, <laughs> the actual organization. No, 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 no. Like, the, the temperature, it's starting to get warmer. It's, yes. Summer is coming, and it's starting to get warmer. So, I made a specific point. I said, look, I know most of you, not actually, I don't even think I said most of you, a lot of you like to wear suits and ties on a Sunday morning. It's about to be 98 degrees and 100% humidity out. And if you wear a suit and stand outside for an hour and a half on a Sunday morning, you're going to pass out. So please, for your own safety, wear a golf polo. You know, I said a collared shirt still look professional, but a golf polo Mm -hmm. and, you know, something, some breathable slacks, something that is not going to be, you know, don't wear wool uh, because you're going to knock out from heat exhaustion and you know you're the only one out there making sure that people get to their sunday school all right and if you fall over and pass out you might not get found for 20 30 minutes so i made that statement in the reverse of you know we were taught we were given the example of you know you have to wear a suit but in the reverse i made a strong suggestion as the leader of the this group like hey it's a little unsafe to wear a suit all the time please consider wearing something lighter and mm-hmm. breathable because I, you know, don't want someone to die. And in that, you don't go against anyone's conscience. No. I mean, if someone is severely, and I don't know if there's anyone like this in our church, I, if someone is severely convicted, I have to wear a suit and tie every single Sunday. 
I mean, more power to you. You you go out there and rock security team or safety team or whatever with your bring your own tie. bring your own water. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of First Off, You're Wrong. As you can tell by the title, this is just part one of a two-part series with Jay talking about how you guys are wrong about what you wear to church. In the next episode, we are going to talk more about what it means to submit to one another. And at the end of the episode, we kind of go over our thoughts and opinions on disagreements when it comes to something of this nature. If you guys want to contact us, you can always tweet at us at f underscore o underscore y underscore w for some reason we have a real hard time getting that out when we're speaking maybe we should change it but i don't think we will it makes for good banter anyway we hope that you guys will join us next week for the continuation and the final episode on this matter um we Really appreciate you guys listening. You can hear us on Apple Podcasts. You can hear us on Spotify. And remember, first off, you're wrong. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.